All right, welcome one, welcome all. We are doing a live, just like my boy Vin Diesel. We're doing a live. We're doing a live, guys. We're doing a live. Just like my boy, my daddy, Daddy Vin Diesel. Waiting for Tim Smith to get in. He's, uh, <coughs> I actually messaged him. I was a little bit delayed. We we're going to do a little live stream. And I, it's my fault. I, I did have to work a little later than expected. I told him that it would probably be around 7.15 I get off, but I didn't get up getting out to like 7.22. So that was a, that was okay though. It's not a big deal, but, but I'm here and um, I'm just waiting for Tim. I told him that I should be on live in about a couple minutes, like two minutes ago. I think I've been slow on this one. So totally my bad, everybody. Totally my bad, but here we go. <coughs> So, yeah, I, I think he should see the link. I'm just going to show the link anyway. Anybody who wants to get in on this, let me console you. Let me help you understand what happened with Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. Now, they probably hate me for kicking them out of Frogmore uh, Cottage, but uh, we got we got Tim in the house. Yes. My man. My man. There we go. What's this stream called? Uh, Prince Harry and Meghan probably hate me for kicking out a frog war. Perfect. <laughs> I figured that would be the best title for it, man. I was like, because I'm just going to pretend to be the landlord. I think that um, I'm, I'm, I have connections. I pretend to have connections to the royal family. So. I mean, once you're already demoted to something called Frogmore Cottage, it's over for you anyway. It's like you almost want to be kicked out of that. Cause that does that sound royal to you, Frogmore Cottage? Now, where is Frog? What is a Frogmore Cottage? Is it still like a part of the royal family though? Like, why did they get kicked out? Was it because no. Frogmore Cottage is like another day is here and you're ready for it? What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Part of like, you know the part of the RPG game where you just want to save your game? So you go to some place where your character takes a nap? <laughs> That's what Frogmore Cottage is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like it. No, I looked it up. It looks like it's just a brick in the middle of the woods with like some windows. It's like a nightmare. It's like below what the servant's quarter should be. <laughs> Sounds freaky, but like, so why? So was it the royal family that was going to kick him out? I mean, like, I don't know the whole story. I just saw bits and pieces uh, of that. I, I really don't know what, like, were they getting yeah, kicked out? Yeah, because Harry had put out some book where he said horrible things about the royal family. So now they're moving Prince Andrew into Frogmore. And I think Prince Andrew was the one who people were mad at for going to Epstein's Island or something. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> you know, as much as I am annoyed by um, by Prince Harry, right? Yeah, Prince Harry. I always forget his name. I call him the Ginger Prince. But um, he, uh, you know, even though I think he's kind of an annoying douchebag, at least he probably didn't. At least he didn't go to Petto Island. You know, like the other prince that they're talking about. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, they moved. As, how bad are you that not only do you get demoted to Frogmore Cottage, they kick you out for the Epstein Island Prince? Oh yeah, no, it's, it's 
some crazy shit though man i love it i love it like i just uh the royal family drama is uh is just too funny like i don't really keep up with it but whenever i see the headlines i'm just like oh god and megan markle is clearly trying to get some clout from she gets she gets so much attention from all this that she is just flowing in money bathing in money at this point <laughs> like <sighs> yeah, I think I even had like a caption. I did this meme where it was her kind of crying, and it says something like, "When your nine-figure Netflix check is a day late." Oh my god! <laughs> well, did you see the? Um, I haven't seen the whole South Park episode, but I saw clips. That, did you see the one where they're making fun of them by pretending they're the? Uh, oh, what is it? The uh, Canadian royal family or something like that, where they're just like it's it's uh they're portraying. Uh, in South Park, they're portraying the Prince Harry and Meghan Markle as like the 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 royal family of Canada or something like that. The Prince yeah. of Canada. No, I and, saw it. And it's like they're just like we're going on the privacy tour. Respect our privacy. <laughs> like they're just like it's like. Well, wait a minute. So if they're just saying if you want privacy, why do you keep making Netflix shows and why do you keep writing books? You're putting they're putting themselves out into the spotlight to be public figures and that's the part i don't get like if you really want your privacy that bad just stop trying to be public figures so much you know what i mean it's like come on man yeah i had this one picture Let's see if i can get it open image and new tab yeah there we go let me uh yeah let me see if i can share my screen like because you know disney stocks in, in the toilet right Oh, Disney stock is down? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm curious. Hold on. Like, look it up. See what Disney stock's at. Once you go woke, you go broke, bro. Uh, that's the way I look at it. Uh, let's see. Uh, Disney stock. Let's see what it's looking like. Oh, that's not too bad. Let's what take a look it? at Yeah, but oh, look, what it, look what it was. Let's see. Over the last year. Oh, yeah. Over the last year, it's dropped 28.3%. But look at it over the last five years. <laughs> let's see. Five years. Oh, over the last five years, it's dropped about minus 3.43 percent that's not the worst thing but if you invested in it five years ago then you're basically yeah, but, losing a little bit of money <laughs> that, i mean hang on here let me see no no it was uh 197 dollars a share in this time in 2021 now it's oh, 101 yeah. so it's like down 50 percent in two years yeah that's rough man like i don't know way i look at disney I, i'm one of those guys that if i invest i make sure I, well first off disney did get kind of overvalued at one point because everybody kept investing into disney but that, that put their price a little too high yeah um that put them well above i mean their price over earnings ratio already is 55 times price over earnings which means that they're in my opinion, they're overvalued. I think a 55 PE ratio is a little crazy. And also yeah. their earnings probably suck. I think they've made a lot of bad moves and they're not making as much money as they used to. Yeah, people hate the new Tinkerbell trailer or whatever it is, <laughs> Peter Pan. But I'm sharing my screen. Bring that up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Here see, we go. Does it, see, remember when Disney made movies that look like this with like mean princesses and angry and like magic and stuff? If they had a movie <laughs> that looked like this, it would be huge. Oh, yeah. You know? Like, look at this. There's Megan and Kate. Like, that's what I want to see. There'll be like, you know, a magic broomstick and like a prince or something. <laughs> and instead, yeah. they're not doing that, you know? No, oh, yeah, yeah. No, it's... Uh, <laughs> I don't really know what to think about all of it. But for me personally, man, I... Um, oh, man, when it comes to Disney, I don't think Disney's... I still think Disney's a big brand. 
And I think it's full because they still they own like ESPN, for instance, they own all sorts of different media out there. So it's it's still a good idea to own a stock like Disney, but just don't expect any fat returns. <laughs> it's all I got to tell anybody. You're not going to get any fat, sexy returns from it. Um, but I think Disney is kind of worth buying on the dip, though. I think it's worth owning. Yeah. Did they suspend their dividend? Let me have a look. Uh, probably not. I, I would be surprised if they did. Disney's pretty good about paying their dividend last time I checked, but I could be wrong. No, it, I think it, they um, they suspended it in 2019. They haven't paid a dividend since 2019. Really? I mean, then again, I haven't. I don't think I've ever really owned. I, I owned Disney stock back in like beginning of 2018, I think. So and then I sold it. <laughs> I just I sold it when I got up. Because the thing is, as much as I like Disney, it's I, I and I, I'll tell people they could hold it for a while. It just doesn't interest me. It's it's not one of those stocks that I want to keep on my portfolio. But honestly, I mean, I might. I might actually, now that I think about it, I might change my tune a little bit because Disney's big. They're profitable. I could still see them growing a little bit more than what they are. Um, as long as management doesn't fuck it up too much. But <laughs> just hope yeah. management doesn't fuck it up. You know, I, I don't know who really even runs Walt Disney. I just don't know enough about the business to know if it's a I think it's still a good long-term investment. I just don't know how interested I am. I mean, I, hell, I'm already diversified enough. I could add Disney to my portfolio. Even one share would be okay. I could get away with it. But um, yeah, I don't know. I just don't trust. Uh, I, I I don't trust. I don't know what it is about Disney. I don't trust. <laughs> it's a weird one. <laughs> well, they keep remaking their old movies, but they're more woke now. It's oh, like, yeah. um, but when have they ever, have they done anything new? Like what have they done that's new? <clears throat> um. I know they've been, of course, cash cowing on Star Wars and stuff. They've been definitely yeah soaking up that Star Wars money, but yeah, they let, they unleashed the floodgates on Star Wars. There's like it's series after series now. Oh yeah, I even bought like some of the new Star Wars books that Disney put out, and I said I wasn't going to, but I was like, damn, I got to keep my collection complete. I don't care. I'm just gonna scratch out the <laughs> Disney part on like the back covers. <laughs> Good man, good man. Holy crap, I love it. I'm wearing my official um see if I can share this screen. This is a from a pumpkins music video. I got off their website. Let's see. Uh where are we here? Yeah, here we go. Boom. I got the same shirt as Billy. Yeah. Oh yes. Okay. That's a bitchin. <laughs> They're actually in Mexico tomorrow. It's the the world is a vampire festival. Mm. There's like there's like a dozen or so bands, and in between sets, they're having Billy's NWA wrestling against Mexico's AAA Lucha Libre wrestling. So there's going to be oh. wrestling between bands. It's like at a stadium in Mexico. So. That sounds kind of pimping. I like it. Holy crap. Yeah. Well, the, the 80s had the rock and wrestling thing with MTV and like WWF, and now it's back. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. Man. But one thing I forgot to bring up in the past live streams was because uh, we had that Baltimore guy on, or maybe you were just talking about it, uh, about virtual reality and everything, right? Mm. And uh, and AI, oh, you're talking about AI. Yes, yes, AI, yep. Well, I found this in uh, my town. We got something called Coffee News. If you go to like a Burger King or a coffee shop, it's just stuff to read while you sit there. Oh, I like it. But one of the things was all about... Um, one of the little blurbs is all about in Turkey, there's uh, some uh, farmer there, right? And he's got cows. And I guess in the winter, they put all the cows in a barn and they don't produce as much milk. 
So what he did is he hooked up virtual reality headsets to all the cows and turned it on so that made them think that they were like in the summer, like they were standing in like a field or something. Oh. And then it made them produce more milk though, because they thought Whoa. it was the summer. But that's what I'm that that's what was my point about the metaverse. Like you could think you're in the metaverse talking to like some hot chick, and it turns out you're talking to like a depressed cow in Turkey that's got like a VR headset <laughs> on. Like if all you type if all it says back is moo, that's a cow. That's not like a that's not a chick or something. Oh, that's so good. So good. That's yeah. funny stuff, though, man. But yeah, that is wild. Actually, that's not that's a that's a very innovative way to use VR, though, to get to seriously trick a cow to think into thinking it's summertime to produce more milk. That's unreal. Uh, holy shit. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm just saying though, be careful when you're what is it? The people play Roblox and uh what's the other one? Minecraft. You don't know who the other characters are. Uh what's the other one? Um party something party Fortnite. Oh, Fortnite. <laughs> yeah. It's like, who knows? Someone could be messing around. They hook it up to like a raccoon in their alley is running around. You know what? You know what these VR things are hooked up to. Yeah. Well, I'm going to send this to a couple. I'm sending the live uh, stream to just a couple people. Who knows? Maybe my bro will get on or something or just add to anybody. I always like to see how many random people we can get on and <laughs> just for the hell of it. It's always fun to do. I always yeah, like I I think I figured out who strongman finance was because that Baltimore guy, he um, he's always reading from that guy's book. Strongman person. He's, what's that one? Don't be a broke loser. Yeah. By Christopher yeah. Bell. Yeah. Yeah. That guy's that's, read that's, like a couple chapters out of that. <laughs> oh yeah. Chris. Yeah. Chris Bell is, is strongman. He's uh he's pretty funny, man. He, uh, if you take the time to get, if you get bored, look at his channel, he's kind of intense. He always has his shirt off all the time. He's just, he's pretty funny though. Uh, he's, he's one, he's in, in my opinion, he's the, one finance youtuber who i think deserves to have a million subscribers out of anybody <laughs> like you'll see guys that promote penny stock day trading stupid shit like that and they got like millions of subscribers and then i'm thinking to myself it's like a high quality guy like strongman yes he has his shirt off all the time sure but he gives the best financial wisdom out of anybody anybody out there and it just blows my mind how people like, just don't see that. And, and um, but yeah, I'm definitely a long-term strongman supporter, a strongman loyalist. I'm a part of the strongman cult as well. Strong <laughs> if there's a cult, I'm drinking the Kool-Aid of strongman personal finance. Oh, maybe I can get him on. Hold on. I got I got I got him connected on my Facebook. Let me send him a link. <laughs> I doubt he's even up because it he lives on on the East Coast. He lives in Virginia. So and that's like all the way on the East Coast, but yeah, what's going on with Virginia? Like I used to know this um, girl in like uh, like North Carolina or something, and yeah. we used to play this game called uh, Texas, Florida, or Australia. And it was anytime something completely insane happened in the news that was just completely out of control, it was always in Texas, Florida, or Australia. But now everything happens in Fairfax County, Virginia. <laughs> I, I know what's up with that place. I think it's all responsible. I think Strongman's responsible for everything now at this point. Let's <laughs> blame Strongman at this time. Let's see. I sent him a message the other day. I tried to get him on, but <clears throat> every time he, I, I don't think he checks his Facebook very often because I got him on, on the Facebook and um, we chat every now and then. Let's see. Well, he seemed to, he, um, he seemed to make the point based on this guy's reading of his chapters that, um, 
If you um if you have two jobs, you'll make more money than if you had one. That's what I got from those two chapters. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, uh, he he's an interesting cat. Like he believes in like investing pretty hardcore, like as much as you can. He kind of has a similar philosophy to me, except for he's a little gayer for index funds than I am. I just mm-hmm. say instead of investing in an index fund, to just create your own. And by that, I just mean get any brokerage you can and just start stacking up on whatever companies you want to stack up on. And then, you know, just just to just to make sure that you're not putting all your eggs in one basket instead of buying 10 shares of Disney, for instance, you just buy one share of Disney and then you find nine other companies that you like to invest in as well. And then you just buy a share of those. And now back in the day, that wouldn't have worked because you still had to pay a commission fee for everything that you bought. But now. You don't have to pay a commission fee, so there's no real reason not to at least buy a share of every company that you want to get a, be a part of. See, right. that's my uh, anyway. I'm going off on a tangent, but um, yeah, this is pretty much my whole thing. And I I told that to Strongman. I was like, look, I like index funds. I still invest in index funds. It's not like I don't. Uh, v, Vanguard Total World Index is the only one I'm even a part of. So um, that's about the extent of it. But yeah, I, I love index funds, but I really do love creating my own because if I don't know what I want to invest in at the moment and I'm like, eh, I'll just throw some money into the VT and call it good. and That'll be it. Yeah, well, that's what I did this month. There's a few options and I was just like, let's just throw it into my main ETF because it was down, <laughs> down that week. And then uh, that ended up being the right move. But but this uh, strongman, he's taking cutting expenses to the point where he's not even buying shirts anymore. Like at mm-hmm. that point, it's like, you have to also like live your life somewhat, but maybe he doesn't leave the house or maybe, maybe Virginia is really warm out. Like I can see going like most of the, the fast food brawls and stuff I see on YouTube, like at Taco mm-hmm. Bell or McDonald's or in Virginia. And usually no one has a shirt on. So I think that's just <laughs> what they do there. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, um, well, here, here's the thing, man. I think it's, um, what am I trying to say? He looks like that guy I showed you, King David, last week. The rat, who the the, the guy who like went to jail for a couple years. This is oh. who Strongman is. That guy had no shirt on either, and he just <laughs> ran into the camera. So Strongman's probably going to go to jail in like a little. <laughs> no, he. The funny thing about him is he is cheap. He's about just as cheap as I am. He's pretty good though about like making sure like obviously his kids are fed and stuff like that. He focuses on the important stuff. But he also says that, like, look, if you're not making a lot of money, or even if you are making a lot of money, you should still find a way to eat a little bit of shit every now and then. And then, like, like you could still, I think you could still live life without spending a lot of money. I mean, I do it all the time. I if I I will gladly look poor any day of the week. Like I do it all the time. Like I will find ways to look poor, try to get things for free if I can. All haggled down prices. I'm like that old guy in the supermarket who's like, I will haggle you down. I'm gonna this used to be a dollar. Now it's two dollars, you know, shit like that. I won't like cause a scene or anything, but I'll be like, Hey, can I I negotiate a discount on this? (laughs) Like, I don't know. Stuff like that. But I don't know. I I think the best thing you could do is try to spend as little money as possible, but still live the life that you want to lead. You could I think you could do that. You just have to fit you have to budget it out though. You have to figure out what's cheaper and what you could buy. Okay, here's David K- Kenneth David Smith. Strongman Finance is like a week away from being this guy. <laughs> <laughs> no shirt on. Uh, he's just going to start making threats. I think um, this is going to be. I can see this happening. I can see, Let's see what he's got to say. Nothing as far as most things are concerned, most likely. <laughs> this is going to be Strongman in like but. six months. <laughs> 
compared to dying or committing suicide, it sounds like a great idea. I mean, think about it. Well, what should I do? Should I just be homeless? Okay, that's enough of that guy. Anyway, that's why that's why strongman freaks me out with the no shirt thing. It's like, you know, this guy had no shirt and everything went haywire. Well, <laughs> I think my man just uh, he he's just a he's an interesting cat though because he does he goes to he does he's um what do you call it? what's the term he's a CPA he's like a certified he's a legit certified public accountant so he actually does taxes for like I think he does taxes for businesses and he so he gets paid a lot of money already but even though he gets paid a shit ton of money he's still cheap as shit which I I appreciate that I think that's very smart because just because you make more money it doesn't mean you should go spending more money you know I think that's you know if you want to maintain wealth you just got to keep investing that's my thing so and uh, Liver King never had a shirt either, and his life's ruined because he was well, turned out he was part cyborg or something. <laughs> didn't they, didn't they just find out he did like performance enhancing drugs or something like that? Like they found yeah. out he was on steroids, and he kept saying, "Oh no, all I ever ate was like fucking liver of beast or something." <laughs> I don't know what the fuck he was. I I the moment I saw the guy, you know what's funny is the moment I saw the guy in an interview, I said, "This guy." is just a lying he's lied said he was lying through his teeth even before every, anything happened and i called it i called it like it's i i swear to god i got like a weird detector for this shit like i'll see like a guy like liver king and i'll be like okay this guy is clearly phony baloney dildos and then there's a uh, freaking who was the other guy dan bilzerian blazerian or whatever the guy with the yeah. beard who was just like always sleeping with like five bitches at a time in his bed throwing crazy parties in his fake mansion that he was renting out and um yeah he was pretending he was grifting he was pretending to be like this millionaire billionaire guy in all reality i think he had money but he wasn't like as rich as he made himself out to be on instagram <laughs> like he was renting yeah. the mansions instead of you know just renting them out for like little parties just to pretend like it was his place that he lived at and uh pretty clever i guess but i don't know <laughs> That's a grifter, man. I I I, I can't. I, I hate it when people try to. Oh, what is the word? Showboat for no reason. Like you know, impressing people is just kind of stupid. I think it's just dumb. I, I have a. Well, I don't know. <laughs> well, something like Dan Bilzerian, where that's your marketing scheme, is just cars and mansions, mm. and it's like, you know, that's how you're selling. What was he selling? Vapes or something? Oh, he had like some sort of business. I think he was selling like vapes for weed or vapes for nicotine i have no idea i think he was trying to compete with uh probably something i think he was definitely into weed though i think he liked cbd stuff which cbd is great i have to admit cbd ends pretty solid but um at least it doesn't get y'all high like crazy like it just gives you like good relaxation feeling but that's about it i'm not mu i'm not much of a weed guy i do like cbd though cbd is a part of weed obviously but like it's not doesn't give you the crazy crazy feeling but i don't do it even i don't even do cbd that much to be honest i even avoid that for the most part i'm just i'm just too wired i i, I gotta stay a little focused so a cbd would probably make me too relaxed yeah no i'm just looking at bill's arian's old mansion right now it's like yeah like you know it's no different than renting a tuxedo or like sometimes you'll do different stuff for to sell your product or because you got to do something but oh, yeah. yeah with him it's like but as if you saw any of his whatever he put out like instagram video like within a few seconds you can tell like okay this isn't really real he's selling like a product yeah. so like, that's a bit different than liver king where he had like his 13 ancestral tenants and everything and he was running around with spears and like he just go into an airport and start doing pull-ups on stuff like just in his shorts it's like 
And then none of the ancestral tenants were steroids, like I read them. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's like that's a bit different because he sold them. Bill Zary, it's like as soon as you see him, okay, this is all just him trying to sell. It's like a marketing thing. Yeah. But uh, some of these other people, you know. I think when people are trying to go a little too extreme to sell themselves, I think that's when you kind of get the, the you get the idea that maybe what they're doing is a little bit fake. That's like the Liver King. When when I saw the Liver King, I was like, okay, this guy is. You know, he's either too legit, too so legit that he's just I'm not seeing it, or he's the biggest fraud I've ever seen. It turned out he was more fraudulent than I just realized. But no, I just love the fact that he said, No, steroids are bad, steroids are terrible. And he found out he just was like lying about that. And he's just like, Oh no, I do steroids. It's like, oh come on, man. <laughs> I thought his accent was hilarious. I couldn't figure it out. Like, where is he from? Like, it sounds kind of like Minnesota mixed with like Neanderthal or something, like some ancient <laughs> language. It's like, <laughs> but what, where is he from? Where was the Liver King from? He's got to be from like Minnesota or something. I think he's, um, oh, I have no idea. <laughs> you bet if you look it up, they'll, they'll probably some, say it on some wiki page or something. But where was Liver King born? No, he's born in Texas, San Antonio, Texas. Oh, he's a Texas, he's a Texas boy. Nice. I yeah, thought he was, I actually thought he was a foreign guy, to be honest. He looks like a foreign dude. I don't know what it is, but like, right. looks like he's from Europe or something. Yes, sometimes you pronounce words really strange, but yeah, I don't know what's going on with that guy. Oh, some yeah. people got an accent, like they got like uh, it's like Sean Connery, for instance. He has like a speech, he had like a speech impediment and stuff because he talks like this all the time. But it's uh, you know what I mean, <laughs> stuff like that. And just um, yeah, that could be like you said, that could be something. Did you see Alex Stein's rap earlier? Oh, for fuck's sake! I think I saw it. Um, which one was it? When he was rapping about Dontarius, or was it? Uh, oh. He was with the. He was rapping for all the illegal immigrants in New York City. Okay, okay. Yeah, I think I got it here. Let's, let's, yeah, let's listen to some Alex Stein, man. I love me some Stein, dude. Here, I, I got him right here. Let me just bring him up. Let me go uh, share screen. Well, I got you covered. Here we go. There you go. And prime they try time and, 99. They try and shut him down, but he keeps. Okay, hey guys, I'm Prime Time 99. Alex. Stein. He's at the New York City Council. I love it. Oh my god, I'm so excited about this, dude. Is this like really, really new? Yeah, it's from today. Oh, my God, dude. And he's in New York City? Me? We can hear you. Dude, yes. Okay, hey, guys. I'm Prime yes. Time 99 Alex Stein. And this illegal immigration, is it's really bad. <laughs> and so I uh, kind of wrote something for all the illegal immigrants out there. I just want to say, <laughs> I want to help out all the Venezuelans. <laughs> I'll do everything in my power to give them a free shower. I'll do it every hour. <laughs> this is my number one desire. We must provide these illegal immigrants with fire because they're smoking weed Thank on you. the street. Thank you. I, what? No, no, no. I'm still talking. Listen, Thank don't, you don't very much. My time. I'll find. I'll find. A, I'll file a lawsuit against you guys. I'm prime time 99. I'm Alex Stein. You can't shut me down. I got my time. I got my two minutes. Bimbo to blimp, listen, boy. old lady, trying to be rude to me. I'm prime time 99. I don't really like that. You're trying to. I'm trying to help these illegal immigrants, writing them a beautiful song, and you're out here trying to shut me down. You need to, you better back up. You better check yourself before we wreck ourselves metaphorically, because I'm a pimp on a blimp, and I'm the number one town hall terror y'all ever done see. And we got this illegal immigration happening in our nation. I'm gonna play y'all like PlayStation. Y'all, y'all best realize that I'm the biggest pimp on the biggest blimp. I'm prime time with Alex Stein every night, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday on YouTube, on Blaze TV. Like I said, I'm a, I'm gonna solve this. Uh, immigration in the nation problem myself because why nyc y'all ain't doing it 
But I'm doing it big time, prime time, nanny nan, on the van, on the time, vanny jam, blow your mind, 69, nanny nan. You know this how we do it. And I'm going to help out all the illegal immigrants by letting them vote. Because I'm in the nightclub with Eric Adams. Me and Eric Adams, we're dancing, we're prancing, we're with nice models. We're going shaking, we're doing this freaky deaky leg all night long. And you know what? I love it. Because Eric Adams and I, we vibe. Listen, and I, I'll be honest, I, I take a He's lot a hero. of DMA for oh, you know medical oh. research purposes so i like to vibe in the club because i'm prime time nah, nah, nah. so we're going to help this illegal immigration we're going to vaccinate me listen i got 17 vaccines you your time has expired shake shack <laughs> oh they cut him off <laughs> thank you very much for everybody who participated <laughs> this <laughs> Oh, I want to hear. Oh, I want to hear what she said at the end. It probably just was like, uh, I, I love how they just like don't really fully acknowledge what he uh, just did, and like they acknowledge it, but they're just like, oh, I, I, I love dude. Alex Stein's the goat, dude. He is so funny. He <laughs> did you really... see the ones he did in Portland, Oregon, with the mayor of Portland with Ted Wheeler? Oh, I don't. When was this? It was this a while ago. Yeah, let me bring that up. Those are the funniest ones because he's like, he was like. <laughs> He was like he was sleeping. Oh, this is the best one. Portland is the most chill place ever. This is the best video we ever did. Okay, I got this. I don't think I've seen this one. Yeah, this is share a... this one here. And I could watch Alex Stein all day, dude. I love, yeah. love, oh, I love me some prime time. This is the Thank best you one. Very ever. much for being here today. Uh, next individual, please, Keelan, item sixty-two. Request of Alexander Hayden Stein to address council regarding vaccine passport approval. <laughs> Oh, this is like last year. Oh my yeah. God. Yes. Yes. Can you see me? Yo, can you hear me? <laughs> yes. I'm clear. Okay. Yo, uh, I just want to say, hey, uh, I'm a member of Antifa. And uh, <laughs> listen, I was in Texas. I had a wife. She worked at a bank. You know, she worked there for 11 years and I had two kids. And she got all radicalized and became a Trump supporter. So I took the dog, I took the car, and I drove straight to Los Angeles. And I'll be honest with you, like, L.A. was terrible. It was a nightmare. And then I met some guys. We rode some trains, and we went up to Portland. And I have to tell you guys, this is the best place, the cleanest methamphetamines that I've ever done. But the problem is, is a lot of these guys, all these dope users out there, you know, they're a lot of them aren't vaccinated and that's the thing they got all these needles i don't want to catch covid you know what i mean like no. I, i'm triple vaccinated and i think everything in what of these you, this el camino i like i've been parked on this street for three weeks nobody has said anything <laughs> at all it is so chill dude i'm just you can smoke all day in the purest molly i've ever seen um <laughs> Like you can stay up all night and it's chill in Portland in Texas. If you stay up all night, it's terrible. And like, man, what happened at the federal building, it was like, it was sweet that y'all were so chill about it because a lot of my boys were the ones starting those fires. And like, I know some family friends that went down on January 6th to Washington DC and now they're in jail forever. Like they're going to be in jail forever. So that's so tight that you were able to hook us up, Mayor Wheeler, and not mess us up like those loser Trump supporters. They're, like, so Portland is chill. So, guys, if y'all want some clean dope, the fentanyl is clean, uh, the molly is clean, uh, the PCP, the GHB. Oh, my. The cleanest GHB I've ever seen. Oh, my God. Me and my boyfriend. We were out for four hours. Dude, we were at the McDonald's. 
Dude, I had six McChickens, dude. I don't even eat meat, man. It was sick. Portland is like, if you're chill and you like to smoke and you like like and you like old art movies, dude, you can smoke all day, watch old movies. They'll let you take your dog in the theater. They let you take your dog in the theaters. They don't do any of that crap in Texas. In Texas, they got all these rules. They got all these cops. They pull you over. Dude, Portland is so chill. So, Mayor Wheeler, you're the this number incredible. one mayor ever, dude. So, I just want to encourage everybody out there. If you got a family member that's, like, on Trump's crap or something like that, <laughs> go to Portland. Take the train. We're over time, so we can cut him off now. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Um, so, thank you, um, I'll the skirt which was offered, which is complete sarcasm. Next individual, please. Item number sixty. Oh my God, dude! Alex Stein needs to be protected at all costs. He uh, is the greatest. Dude, like I, dude, his mockery of pop culture, man, of popular culture is just it's a it's a thing of beauty dude like it, just watching him go off like i don't know how he comes up with half of the shit too it's just like <laughs> just like <laughs> just, it's, it's so funny because he acts like the way he was acting in that dude no joke that is like your stereotypical oregonian meth head right there the way he was acting and it was actually disturbing because he nailed it he nailed it the way he was talking like about the because <laughs> i've talked to a few meth heads man i've talked to a few of them and yeah. they act like not not it, maybe they act worse than he does but he kind of nailed he nailed it spot on sometimes like, they get a little hyper like that yeah yeah because they're, they're already doped up and shit like, like fuck dude no like it was just funny as shit when i saw that i was like dude that is he did another good. one he's got another one with ted wheeler let's see <laughs> Let's see this one. Uh, yeah, there's one more with Portland. I think Maybe a few, but this is the other one where he's communications. like communications. First individual, please keep them. Item number one forty-two. Request of Alexander Hayden Stein to address council regarding. God, he, that's so awesome. He did another Portland one. That makes me Hello, so man, fucking happy. Man. My name is yes. Alex Stein, and uh, I appreciate you <laughs> letting me come here today. Oh, where'd he go? Turned himself off. There he is. What happened? You muted yourself. <laughs> you muted yourself. Alexander, you're on mute. <laughs> oh, Hello. Hey, Mayor Ted. Okay, my name's Alex Stein. I appreciate you guys giving me the chance to talk to y'all, but this is the big problem. Shaky Sarah just got shot. Y'all know that. Y'all are not protecting our people. Y'all need to defund the police. You know, Joanne Hardesty knows. These police officers, they're not going to help us. You're letting all these Andy No right-wing people just come and just shoot our people like that. That's not cool. And another thing is Joe Biden is saying that he's funding crack pipes. We don't need crack pipes. We have oil. If we have plenty of crack pipes, <laughs> we don't need crack pipes. <laughs> what we need... <coughs> what we need, we got plenty of foil. What we need is we need a test so we can test the dope. Because I'm telling you, we're getting bad dope. Dude, I, I'm, I'm telling you, like, you get this dope right here, guys. This is this is clean stuff. But if I had a testing strip, instead, I had to do the fitting on myself. And I'm like... And I, you know, I got to test it myself. Dude, this is not good dope. If, 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 so I'm telling you, Joe Biden, 
We're not worried about the freaking crack pipes. What we need is we need ways to test the dope so we know it's clean. Because in, in Portland, we got all these cars on fire. People are getting dope from dead bodies, and they're using that dope, and they're not testing. Dope, somebody died. They'll get a dead body. Somebody just OD'd, and they'll take that dope and use it. So we need to defund the cops because the cops are annoying. Dude, the cops aren't chill about uh, smoking crack. They're lame about that. Like, I was trying to – I was, like, hitting this. I was, you know, doing some bumps in front of these cops. And they didn't arrest me on, uh, but still, they gave me this look like they were going to arrest me. And that's enough. Like, uh, listen, my wife worked at a bank for 11 years, and now they're trying to get me for child support. I'm not leaving. I've been parked this. They're never going to find my El Camino. I've been parked here for a month, and they don't know. So, Hardy, Joey Hardy, see, I love you. I respect you. We need to defund these police officers. are evil. Anybody with a badge and a gun deserves it. You know, they deserve what's coming for them. So, y'all come and mess with Antifa again. R.I.P. Shaky Sarah. She had to die because some furry right winger Andy No fan is trying to freaking uh, you know come here and play cops. But let me tell you something: uh, the real cops are Antifa. You, you guys know that we're the real people that protect the people. So you can come to Portland. You can use dope, Ted. And nobody, it's chill. Like, dude, you, uh, dude, we were doing boat. We were doing a crack on this sunken boat. It was so tight. So Portland is one of the most tightest places, Ted. And like, like I said, dude, you let us burn down that federal building, and all those guys on January sixth are going to jail for forever. So I just want to say I really appreciate Portland. It is an awesome place. If you guys want to know, uh, Shaky Ted has got some of the best written. We have plenty of foil and straws. What we need is we need dope testing kits and we need Joanne Hardesty to be the mayor because Ted Wheeler's terrible. Joanne Hardesty is the best ever. She's gonna defund the police. I love her. She's like thank you. He's still on. It's so funny. He's like, yeah, Joanne, you rock. I love Next you. Next item, please. 143. <laughs> <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. That's all I got to say, dude. I, I don't I'm speechless, dude. Like I said, his creativity in these scenarios is just unbelievable. The things that come out of his mouth. Just the, the, I don't know how he just... Uh, He's just so he's just so creative and he's so good at making he almost feel like he's the Eminem of our generation. Yeah. No, in some ways, yeah, but I think he's better than Eminem. Well, yeah, that's why. Like back, you know how back in the day Eminem used to be counterculture and made fun of everything, and, you know, yeah. would mock everything. Alex Stein is the is the voice we need, is the voice of reason we need because he uh exposes just how ridiculous culture is by just doing just pretending to be a part of it you know <laughs> and just like showing is oh well, you know there's been people in the past it, like um like tom green or like uh people like that but they didn't really have like a political point like the way he does even gavin's done stuff but um but yeah normally when people like do this like it's somewhere in the tom green jackass johnny knoxville universe like when johnny knoxville does bad grandpa oh yes yes oh my god yes yeah, but they don't really go after anyone in power. Like Tom Green and them is just sort of embarrassed like regular people. But he kind of goes to city councils and stuff, so that's hilarious. It's it's fucking brilliant, man. Alex Stein <laughs> deserves all the fame and fortune he gets out of this because he's he also he's just brave for doing all this because like seriously, like the the left wing establishment's a real deal. Like 
yeah. like get in like you know i don't i don't want him to get pilloried by killery you know hillary clinton i don't want to be killeried by hillary you know yeah. but um yeah. that's terrible but i don't know I, i've thank you alex stein he did okay. one. He did one. Re- it's called "I was sexually assaulted within the metaverse." This was at like the Dallas City Council or something. <laughs> dude, that's dude. I think I may have seen that. I'm not sure, but I, I'll watch it again because anything he does, like I, I've got I, it right here. I can't. I can't get enough of this man. Alex See, Stein's a treasure. I'm, I'm so glad Gavin's taking him like under yeah. his wing a little bit. You know, just like yeah. Oh, let's see this one. Hello, Mayor. My name is Primetime Stein. I'd like to keep my address private for personal reasons. I work at a popular Chili's. I want to start off by I'm denouncing the Dallas Cowboys. I was a fan of them, but no longer am I a fan of them. They had a major executive, Rich Dalrymple, got in trouble for sexual assault. They had to pay $2.4 million to the cheerleaders because they were filming them illegally, as well as Jerry Jones has an illegitimate daughter named Alexandra Davis that he will not take credit for. (laughs) And the reason why this is so pertinent today is because although I am a Dallas Cowboys fan, the reason why this is so important because I was recently sexually assaulted within the metaverse. And I recently (laughs) ordered a a device from China that hooked up to my, uh, there's some children (laughs) in the room, so we have to be very careful the words I use, but hooked up to some orifices of mine. And it was actually, they say on the manual, I like I looking at the people the in the Dave, background, but it's actually reaction. indistinguishable from actual physical intercourse. And I'll be honest, I was I was having a good time until things got uh, wildly insane. Other people's avatars were starting to take advantage of my avatar, and I felt I felt helpless. I felt out of control, Dave. For the first time in my life, you know, I'm a tech guy, and this equipment was being used. A, a gargoyle was doing stuff to me. Uh, somebody like Wendy's, the girl from the sandwich shop, uh, in the hamburger, popular hamburger place was doing stuff to me. It was absolutely frightening. It was something like you would see out of, you know, some sort of satanic movie. And I want to, the reason why I'm here, Chris, is because I need your help getting Mark Zuckerberg's attention because if this can happen to me, this can happen to other children because I'm a, Mayor Falk, I'm a professional comes to the internet. I'm on there all day long. So when I'm inside the metaverse, that's my second home. That's my second life. That's where I really grind and shine. I know I have a lot of flamboyance now. I'm handsome. I'm tall. I, you know, you think I check a lot of boxes here, but in the metaverse, I'm 10 feet tall. I'm balling. I got wings. Ah, ah! I'm like a bird. I'm flying. You can't do that here. But that doesn't give them the right to sexually harass me or sexually assault me. They say, oh, look at shorty looking fine. They say some nasty stuff, way worse than that. And I have to censor myself because of the, you know, situation we're in. But I'm telling you, Dave, it can very easily happen to you. I don't know if you have an online account, but I'm telling you, you log into this, the Oculus 69, you plug this thing into it. You literally, it plugs into you. It feels great. But somebody on the other end can take advantage of you and they can go too far. And that's what happens. So I need your help, Eric, getting the attention of Mark Zuckerberg. I need your help, Mayor Folk, bringing attention to this. So if this happens again, it's not going to be me. It's going to be one of these kids. It's going to be you next time, Shelly. You're going to order it on HSN, Home Shopping Network. Oh, this is a great thing. I'm going to plug it in. I'm wearing it on my head. Next thing you know, you have a gargoyle doing stuff to you that you would never even imagine. That can happen to you. I want that to be known. So we need to bring attention to the sexual assaults of the Dallas Cowboys, and we need to tell Mark Zuckerberg how I was sexually assaulted within the metaverse, Dave. I really need your help and your attention. Your time has expired. You. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Stein. Does anyone say anything? Next, we have Cassidy <laughs> Campbell. <laughs> Hi, 
<laughs> throws the jersey. <laughs> that was funny, man. Let's see. He's dude. He's an yeah. actual treasure, man. I <laughs> dude. He might be the best thing in political comedy I've seen in a while. Like, cause I, you know, as much as I, as I'm not a pol, I'm not a politics guy. The closest thing I get to politics exposure is random clips I see of Gavin McInnes on YouTube for like all those random, uh, the random, uh, what do you call those? The, the random accounts that just upload stuff from censored.tv. Uh, yeah. Where people just pirate some clips and put it on YouTube or something. But, um, yeah. yeah, that's like the closest I get to being able to watch Gavin. So like, but then I see Alex Stein who luckily think the heavens has not been banned yet. Um, you know who knows maybe, maybe i think they're actually starting to be nicer to right-wing um people i think people who kind of go libertarian right-wing sort of thing so well you know curtis yarvin uh you know curtis yarvin i mean you've seen him around but i subscribed yeah. to his Substack. but uh he played he made the point like basically culture is kind of like a pyramid and you know if the if sort of the right's gonna kind of compete with the left they got to have their sort of intellectual kind of top of the pyramid that filters down. Basically, right wing culture has to be cool. You know, you've got to, yeah. you've got to, um, you know, people lower down on the pyramid got to want to be like the people above them, like emulate them. Then it kind of goes up to whatever the intellectual peak uh, is kind of thing. Yeah, but yeah. it's like, but Alex is sort of like that. He's sort of in there. Like he's not at the top of the pyramid, but he's somewhere in there, like in the middle kind of thing. So like someone young might see him and say, that's funny. They might want to kind of emulate that, so you know. But um, there hasn't, there wasn't really a lot like him, you know. I don't know who else is. I know Greg Gutfeld is like has the highest ratings in late night talk now. Like he's ahead of Colbert and all those people. Oh yeah, because Gutfeld, in my opinion, is funny as shit because he yeah. actually is funny. Like I think he actually puts real work into his writing. <laughs> and I just feel like all these late night hosts, I think they all just try to uh, make fun of Trump, and that's all they got. Like it's they don't. Yeah, they're still like I I um I changed my YouTube settings so it doesn't show videos that are like other ones I clicked on. Mm-hmm. It just shows other stuff. So like Colbert and Seth Meyers and stuff keep popping up like on yeah. my thing, but they're still just talking about Trump. Yeah, it's, it's like, like <laughs> there, there's so much about Biden that you could talk about, like his crackhead son is yeah. Biden's in bed with. You know, I'm not going to go over too many conspiracy theories, but. Um, <laughs> He's Biden's in bed with a certain country that shall not be named or else YouTube will ban me if I say it. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just afraid of YouTube banning me for coming up with too many conspiracies, but um, you never know. And who's uh, that guy who does all the impressions with the fake face? The, uh, you know, do you like Joe Biden, Ben Shapiro? Oh, um, I know what you're talking about, like where he does the deep fakes or whatever. And it's yeah. like, uh, oh, it's Fresh Prez. Look up Fresh Prez, like F-R... E S H fresh and then fresh and then Prez. Kyle Dunnigan. Yeah. Yes, Kyle Dunnigan. I always forget his name, but yeah. No, he's done great stuff. So now there's like a lot of comedy that's sort of like coming from the right politically, or at least just making fun of people on the left. And that was like that didn't exist for like a really long time. (laughs) Well, the thing is, man, I think that um me personally, I don't really care like well, I guess I do kind of care because like I think that the democratic party's gone way too crazy. Like in my opinion, man, they gone too, too social. They've been promoting like socialism, communism, just any sort of collectivism. I've just, I just think that when, and they've been trying to make government too big. Yeah. When you, that's, I think that's why they're so popular is because they're trying to make uh, government super big. So that way they have more control over everything. But it's just like, I just don't, I don't understand how these politicians could even want to do that. Have they read history? 
have they read that it just all caves in on itself when government the hand of government becomes too invasive like you don't want to you don't want to have an empire i mean the roman empire it lasted for a while like how long did the roman empire last for like what 5000 no not 5000 like 2000 years maybe no no it would have been a few hundred years it would have been um no, like, I think uh, it was thousands. Well, let me look it up. One Roman Empire. Well, I mean, Rome really started growing, like, um, you know, maybe like 200 BC, but it really didn't take off until Julius Caesar. That would have been, you know, maybe like about 50 BC, and then it lasted till like about, you know, around 400 AD. Yeah, but even by then it was sort of kind of falling apart. So, so it was about a good 500 years, I'd say. No, they had actually several emperors. Check this out. Starting no, they from, had a ton uh, of emperors, yeah. Yeah, because starting from I'm looking at the wiki page real quick. So starting from like 27 BC on to um uh, because to in, the, in the later years there was like different emperors all competing, and one guy yeah. was the emperor, another guy say I would. So there were multiple emperors at the same time. So you know, there probably was like hundreds of emperors, you know. <clears throat> What's weird to think is that let's see. There's this julius i'm kind of looking at just the different emperors and the different eras because it's it's kind of cool but it's just weird to think that it wasn't if you think about it on scale of time it wasn't all that long ago when all this was going down so right um you know i mean a thousand years is a long time honestly but um it's just kind of crazy just to see like how long it lasted but even then like it there, it wasn't perfect, and it was. I mean, there's still slavery. There were still terrible things happening. And empires, uh, you know, I, I, that's why like a distribution of power between men is better than all power being funneled through one man. Because I think having one decision maker is a bad call. Like it's a bad idea. That's why I've never been a big fan of empires or anything. Yeah, it's hard to say. Like, Curtis Yarvin's a monarchist. He thinks there should be one sort of king, one ruler. But his he sees it as, like, it should be, like, his aversion of a monarch, he feels, should be like a like a, like a late 90s or mid-90s tech CEO, which oh, is basically someone God. who just cuts through a lot of tape, gets stuff done really <laughs> fast, makes decisions. Like, he's, his idea of, like, a king is more like a Steve Jobs kind of person, so. You see, that's the thing. I personally believe that, if you have an empire of any kind of some sort of even a di well, dictator, I think an empire is pretty much a dictatorship in a lot of ways, but um, because I'm trying to find a way to explain what I'm trying to think, because like, you know, no matter how perfect of a leader you have, you're still going to have to replace them someday. And then the product of who you're going to replace them is probably going to be less is going to be less than what you had before. So that's why, like, I think a distribution of power, like with what we have, we have the legislative branch, we have the executive branch, you know, stuff like that. And, and when you have the in the judicial branch, I can't forget about them as well. When you have those balances of power, it makes it to where no one man can take control over everything. One man or one woman, um, you know, whatever. But yeah, I mean, I, mean, um, Yard I don't know. Yarvin's thing is you would also have a secret council that elects the, the new emperor when that one dies. And also no one knows who these people are. It would all it's all in secret. And the council members don't even know who each other are. And so you would live your life not knowing who's in charge of the country, not knowing who the council is, who elects who's in charge. God, that but, just sounds so stupid. 
Yeah, he said, um, but he said it would be better. Like, you know, you wouldn't be caught up in politics. You wouldn't have to worry about all that. But um, anyway, that's his plan. <laughs> I think it's good for people to be involved in how their country operates, man. I really do. That's why I think it's great to have, like, you know, state representatives and stuff like that. I think it's good because if you have a if you have one power, one voice that speaks for the people and those people don't agree with that voice, that's what causes the uprisings. That's what causes forced control. I mean, dude, if if we still lived in a world of empires, I don't think we would have the society we have today. We wouldn't have all this cool technology. We wouldn't have the innovations that have come. I honestly think that I, I think that the more people try to rule over other people, the more we stifle our own civilization and our own hope for having a decent one so that's why i'm a that's why i'm a huge proponent of capitalism it's not perfect but it's definitely better than a fucking monarchy <laughs> well you can like, develop technologies under those kind of systems or new things but but you know us you know let's say in the 19th century 20th century placed a lot of emphasis on entrepreneurs so you got a lot of innovation <laughs> you got like a lot of new things so that seemed yeah. like that seemed like the way to go that seemed like a good idea. That's why I'm very much for like, you know, like, you know, I don't care so much about myself because I don't really invent a lot of new things, but like there's a lot of people who do. So they should have yeah. priority in society. Mm. Yeah, I think. But even then, I think even there just needs to be a general freedom of thought, a mm. general freedom of thought. Because you never know when that one person who like, for instance, there have been unlikely people in this life in, in America yeah. who created things that you know you wouldn't expect them to do you know you like they're just like you know they're just either like a maybe like an elementary school teacher or something like that and they come up with a new type of glue or like you get like this you know somebody who doesn't have a formal education but you know personally educated themselves in their basement or something like that and started fiddling around with shit and created a new product or something right a new chemical i mean you see stories like that all the time in america but you don't see that all the time in like countries that have you know, uh, government always looking over your shoulder, always telling you what to do, because when I, when when people are told what to do, they don't know how to think when they're told what to do all the time. I really think that that stifles creative freedom. And then if you live in a world of rules, you live in a world of, world of limitations. When you have less rules, you have less limitations. I, I you know, what I, mean? I don't know. That's the way I think. And I just think that the problem is there's too much stifling of creativity in a lot of other countries. That's why other countries suck ass because they, they stifle creativity. I don't know. I'm a, I'm a weirdo, man. I'm all about freedom of thought 24 seven. Yeah. And money kind of goes along with that. It's like, are you going to come up with as many ideas if you know that the government's just going to take whatever you come up with? Yeah. It's like, you know, you can, it kind of goes hand in hand. You got to have some incentive, like, you know, you can come up with ideas all day, but if you're not going to, cause you know, you got to spend, years sometimes developing things and you're not going to do that if you're like well i don't know it's not going to be mine in the end anyways <laughs> look at china yeah. look at china what was the last thing that they really innovated they're really know. effective think i don't oh, know right. but they steal a lot of technology though. they steal. precisely <laughs> think of okay think of okay so you have amazon in america right and then what was that other one um alibaba, the one, alibaba yeah. which came first though was it Amazon that came first and then Alibaba? Because I think Alibaba came after. Well, I think Amazon came first, but they didn't take off for a while. It kind of took them mm -hmm. a while. But yeah, but like, can you see like, basically though, 
the Chinese basically just copy everything that we do, right? And now, don't get me wrong. There's still some, there are innovations that come out of China. Yeah. Not a lot though. Not a lot. I wouldn't say there's anything super duper creative because they're basically ran by a, by a dictator. Xi mm-hmm. Peng or whatever the hell his name is. I call him Xi Zheng Poon. Um, <laughs> Is, is is a dictator. I don't care what anybody says. He's a dictator. And and when you have that level of control over your people, people don't really want to work. Don't, people don't really give a shit about their country when they're when they're that enslaved mentally and physically. And I do believe that the Chinese people are slaves to their government in terrible ways. And it sucks. I, I feel for the people. I, I want there to be an uprising against the, the current government, I, I the Chinese government. Also, I wouldn't mind if there was a bit of an, I'm not going to promote too many uprisings here, but um, I don't know. I, I, I'm trying not to, I'm starting a fight club, I guess. <laughs> starting, <laughs> it starts out as an underground fight club and then becomes Project Mayhem in no time. <laughs> Leave it in Europe. Like I was telling you, I was looking at index funds you can buy that are like, like 300 European companies and stuff like that. Like I said, the top five companies, the index funds I looked at were all chocolate companies. They just make oh, chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> and or, or and the other ones are like whiskey and stuff like that. It's like, like if you're in Europe, like, I don't know. What do you do? You just sort of hang out? It's like, I don't know. <laughs> like the only people who do stuff seem to be farmers and the government's trying to take their land like in the Netherlands. So I don't know. I know they got some manufacturing there. I know Germany's got, but I knew this guy in, uh, where I am, he he was a guy from Germany, and, and he delivered Doritos. He was like a Doritos truck driver. He oh, delivered yeah. Doritos to like 7-Elevens and stuff. But he told me he was a beer maker in Germany, like as he was trained as. But he's like, um, he's like, there's more money over here delivering Doritos and making beer there. Because <laughs> yeah. everything, you know, things are taxed heavily. So you just sort of exist in, I guess, a kind of a lower middle class thing and take your vacations. But, you know, there's no... Uh, I don't know. There's no, how do you know who's winning and losing? How do you know if you're like succeeding? Like it's all just kind of the same. It's like, it's very socialized. Yeah. And they just sort of decided on that. And it's just like, like, I don't know. Like, how do you want to achieve anything? Like, what do you, I don't know. Do you come up with stuff? Like, I don't know. Like, I know I'm a, I can just say as a movie fan, Europe used to be great. They have a lot of amazing movies in like the, <laughs> like the twenties, thirties, forties, fifties, sixties, seventies, a little in the eighties. And now it's just kind of dead. You know, <laughs> like music's kind of just dead from there. Like it's just sort of people just sort of exist. You know, there's I don't see a lot of excitement happening. You know? Well, and a lot of it just could be I, I don't have a good answer for that, actually, because it's like you get a few you get a few UFC fighters from Europe, like MMA. And you're just like, where did you come from? It's like, what made you want to do this? Like, no one seems to want to do anything there. And it's like, but but how did you like, you know? How did some guy from France get into it? It's like, because you don't seem to do a lot in France. It just seems like, you know, you sort of hang out and chill. <laughs> and I think it depends on the individual, to be yeah. honest. It depends on the individual in the country. So like, um, and it depends on how they're influenced too. I still think, like I always say, America has been a huge influence on a lot of, for instance, uh, I, I think of European basketball players, for, for example. They, um, one of my favorite uh, European players, Dirk Nowitzki, he came from like, um, I think when one of the upper European countries, I can't remember, but he's like this tall Nordic dude. He's like, say, yeah, he's, yeah. like, uh, he's like seven foot. And, um, but one of his favorite players growing up to watch was Scotty Pippen of the Chicago Bulls. Mm-hmm. And, um, 
that was what was no, it was, yeah. Scotty Pippen was one of them. I wouldn't say when he's growing up, but when he got kind of older, when he was about ready to get into um, playing basketball, but he wanted to join the NBA. He wanted to go to America just because a lot of his favorite players were so big there. Mm-hmm. Like he'd see like, you know, like Michael Jordan, um, just all these guys, but he liked America though. He was influenced by like all the different parts of the culture and stuff. And he wanted to play in the NBA. And so once he was 18, one of the most successful European players. And I think it just depends on like who you're influenced by. So like when you're in a, when you're in a country that promotes um, stagnation and just kind of the same old, same old, you're just going to be that be boring. But when you have like access to a television and you're able to see like, you know, what other countries are doing that, that aren't like that, that aren't complacent, that aren't, you know, that aren't, they don't have the government up their ass 24 seven. You're like, Oh, that's cool. That's cool. I want to be like that. And then I think that they start kind of becoming more Americanized within a country that's very tight, tight ass or something like that. I don't know. No, you're right. It comes down to individuals a lot of times because you'll get people from other countries want to move to America to do that, to like, you know, achieve certain things. But then you'll also get Americans who are like, I'm just going to move to Japan. I'm going to meditate and drink tea or I'm going to move to Costa Rica and just hang out on the beach. Like you'll yeah. get different people in these societies who are just like, you know, like America's a little too intense for me. I need to go to Thailand and just, you know, eat noodles and just, you know, sleep. <laughs> I'm just going to sleep in a temple. You know, some people want to go to different places for what they can't. But yeah, there are some Europeans like Conor McGregor, like Ireland's kind of become its own kind of weird socialist nightmare. But then you've got <laughs> Conor McGregor who shows up. It's like, no. I'm here to make a billion dollars. Oh, yeah. I'm going to fist fight people. I'm selling whiskey. I'm like, whatever you got. I'm doing Burger King commercials. So you will get individuals in different societies who kind of break free because they want something else, you know? Yeah. And they see, they'll like, see like what's going on in America. They're like, well, I can't do that here. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go straight up to America and get this shit done. Yeah. I, I feel like I got lucky because I, I'm, I think, you know, being born in America and just, I'm pretty gay for America. I'll admit I could do an entire segment called gay for America. In fact, next time we do a live stream, we'll just do one called gay for America or something like that. Or <laughs> Well, if Gavin has that segment. I'm gay for guys or something. Gay it's- for men. Yes. Yeah. It's like, are you tough? And, <laughs> and by the way, Gavin posted his, his whole episode today for free from now on. The Friday show is going to be free. If really? you go to, okay, if you go cool. to censor.tv every Friday, he's had some other free stuff lately too, but. Every Friday show will be free from now on, so you can just watch it without subscribing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Man, but yeah, that's a cool thing about Canada, though, is you get you get most of what you get in the U.S. Like we can get whatever we want from you guys, whatever music, TV channel, whatever books come up here, whatever you know. But then you also get a bunch of Canadian stuff that you don't get in America. It's just not going to come down there. It's just, you know, for different reasons. You're going to get some music. You're going to get a basically a bunch of personalities up here that just aren't going to break through in America that people only really know up here. So you kind of get a bit of both of it. But um, but there's funny. There are some things that, like, are big in America that no one ever cared about up here, like the Dave Matthews Band. <laughs> and then there's some bands. In, then there's bands in Canada who have tried to go to the U.S. and just no one got at all. Like there's a band called like the Tragically Hip who was big up here, and it's like just no one cared in the U.S. at all. <laughs> so so wait, 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 is Dave Matthews' band actually Canadian? No, no, they're American, but no one up here has ever liked them or even understood them at all. Like no one okay. gets no one gets them up here. <laughs> but it's like in the in, but then there's Canadian bands who have tried to go to the U.S. and just nobody got them. Like we don't get this at all. <laughs> 
Yeah, I think one of the most successful Canadian bands to ever grace that went from Canada to U.S. was Nickelback. I still think Nickelback is the most popular Canadian band of all time. Um, I could be wrong on that, actually. Hold on. Well, Nickelback uh, did good. Alanis Morissette did good. Celine Dion, Shania Twain, Avril Lavigne. Yeah, I always um, forget about them. But Justin Nickelback Bieber. might be bigger, though. But yeah, Justin Bieber. But then there's a hand. There's a bunch of Canadian bands who just that like you don't even know about who who are big here and just never broke in the U.S. And you know, just like there's like American bands who were big. Who else? Well, well, it's like, like Dave Matthews. You know? It's like um, Our Lady Peace is one. Of, I think I call them the Canadian darlings because yeah. I think that they're, they're I think they're always going to be popular in Canada, at least yeah. in my from what I've seen, because they they always whenever they come up with a new song, I think in their Canadian charts, they're always up there whenever like the on the Canadian top charts, whenever Our Lady yeah. Peace comes out with something new. But like in U.S., they don't even get any recognition. They just nobody cares about them anymore. Now, Somewhere Out There is one of the is one of the hits that kind of got them into the U.S. a little bit. I don't think it ever really made number one though, but it got up there like maybe top five hits in the in the U.S. It's kind of tough to break the top one hundred unless you got like your, I mean, it's tough to get into that ranking it even to the top ten unless you got like a really good hit going on. But do you know the band Bare Naked Ladies? Oh, I love Bare Naked Ladies. Yes. Yeah, oh. but they were they never broke through in the U.S. for a long time. Like they were only really big up here. And oh, then, yeah. but at one point they hired a stylist for their videos to dress them better. <laughs> and they got big in the U S after that, no, like yeah, after yeah. that they broke through, but they were around here for like 10, 15 years before anyone in the U S kind of cared, you know, no one ever thought they would be big, but they finally had a few hits down there. So. <laughs> I dig it, man. I dig it. Yeah. Now they're a good band though. They're really, they're a fun little band. I love bare naked ladies, but yeah, here's some tragically hit. Let me play like a few seconds of this. This is like a band that's huge up here. The lead singer died like a few years ago, so they're kind of broken up now. But uh, but uh, but they never made it big in the U.S. Watch the band. Kind of a weird voice, you know. <laughs> that's not Canadian. <laughs> Yeah, for so that that band never got big. They were at Woodstock like '99 though. They got to do a set there. <laughs> oh, nice, nice. <laughs> but yeah, there are Dave Matthews band. For the U.S. Like Dave Matthews band has never been big up here, <laughs> even though they're huge in the U.S. Like everyone talks about them. Yeah, I think there's just some bands that just don't break through culturally in certain areas. Like, um, oh, what was it? I was thinking of. Uh, oh, God, there was. Um, I, was uh, I was thinking of a uh, Gowan or whatever. Uh, what's his name? Gowan. I think he's kind of OK in the U.S. Oh, from Stephen Crowder's. Yes. I always think of that uh, strange animal song, though. That was weird because I heard that song like growing up, but it would always be in like a dentist office or something. Like it was always on like AM radio. Like oh, it would yeah. come on. But I, I never like I was like every like five years I'd hear that song somewhere in like in a in like a grocery store or something. Yeah, but it never strange animal. Yeah, it never clicked. In, yeah, it never clicked until Crowder had it in his song. I'm oh, like, yeah. 
what is that song? I got to look it up. I'm like, oh, okay. I'd never seen the video for it. I didn't know anything about Gowan. It was sort of before my time. But <laughs> but then I'm like, yeah, that's actually – like Gavin hates that song. He always makes fun of it. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I love, I, love Ga- I love when Gavin makes fun of a band. That makes me so happy because – especially if it's a band that I happen to like. That, may, that I just like it when people make fun of the shit I like because it's more fun. But – um. There's a there's a podcast I listen to called uh, Your Favorite Band Sucks and it's it's kind of fun. If you get bored look them up one of these times. They do like uh they did one on uh BTS. It's that uh age, that pop Asian band. They're kind of like a like kind of a pop Asian boy band or whatever. But um their their fan base is fucking psycho. There's like a bunch of psycho. Like you know how like um like back in the day, if you made fun of a boy band or something like that, that all the all the girls like, they'd be like, yeah, you're you're you're, you're going to get a kill you or something. Like, no, that would, that would be that bad. But it'd be like, um, for example, it'd be like, oh, you talk bad about the Backstreet Boys and then <laughs> the ladies would not be happy with you. They'd be like, well, you're gay. They're not gay. You're gay <laughs> or something like that. I don't know. No, my, but, co- um, my co-worker's Chinese and her son, who's like 19 or 20 or something, he's a huge BTS fan. And when they came out, I love it. Ba- when they came out with their BTS, BTS McDonald's meal, he collected all the boxes and everything. <laughs> like a collection going. And the other thing about Korean pop music is whenever something's trending on Twitter and I don't know what it was, it'll be something just like, um, I don't know, uh, Kevin broke up with someone or because they have like English names or something. Or, oh, yeah, yeah. or if it's something like I don't know what's trending, like I can't figure out what this means. Whenever I click on it, <laughs> it's always something with Korean pop music. Wait, do those BTS kids, do they actually have American names for their band? Like, if they do, like, let's say, because, let's say, like, they're all, like, is one of them named Kevin? Or, like, one of them, because that's one like... name, There's one named Sugar, there's one named Hope, there's one named Jin. One so, named wait, they Jin. all have stripper names? Yeah, they sound like strippers, Sugar, Yeah, they Hope. have stripper names, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so, basically, these kids are basically boy band strippers, is what you're trying to tell me. They're basically, they're just trying to look sexy. To get everybody's panties all wet. Okay, I see what's going on here. I understand yeah, like the boy band names, formula. You gotta get you gotta get like, the pussies wet, man. Yeah, I mean, there's one called G Dragon. There's, but a lot of them have English names like Irene, Jenny. Uh, like these are from these are Wendy. These are ones that are like uh, there's Lucas. These are non BTS Korean pop stars. But oh, it all yeah, started yeah. with Psy. Remember Psy? Gangnam Style. Oh my boy, yes. Okay, yeah. I love that dude. He's an, older, he's an older man. He broke the. He's not even a. He's not a Korean boy band man, but he's Korean no, but he, pop, I guess. Over here, like he was making fun of Korean pop music in his country, but his song is what broke over here, and then all the rest of him kind of came over. That's pretty funny though, man. Hey, Psy paved the way, dude. I love Psy. He's one of my faves. Psy, <laughs> man, yeah, yeah. I don't know. They wear a lot of makeup. These Koreans. I don't oh, know. Bug, Gangnam Style, bro. <laughs> I, I I love that freaking song though. It's pretty catchy though. I like the instrumentals. It sounds like a. Like, I don't know, weird uh, pop electronica sort of sound. It's, uh, it's pretty hot. Yeah, I hated it at first. Mm-hmm. I think um, I didn't know what was going on. It just sort of exploded. And it was like everywhere. <laughs> Every time you went to like a ju- juice shop or something, it was blasting. Every car that went by. But then after a while, it was like, okay, it's actually pretty funny. But yeah. go Simon. What, what movie did they use that in? Uh, uh, this is the end. Do you remember This is the End with Seth Rogen, The World's Ending? Anyway, they used it in that. It, oh, was, it was really yeah. funny in that, but. Unbelievable sigh, man. Yeah, Kareen, I just bought some kimchi too. Oh, nice, nice. And actually, Ryan on Censor just made kimchi stew. Um, Oh, my boy, Ryan, my son. 
Yeah, on the Katsu show, Rivera. on the show, Maddie's little shitty little kitchen. They gave it over <laughs> to Ryan this week, and he made kimchi stew. Yeah, my man, dude, my man, dude. Oh my god, I love Ryan guy. I just love it when Ryan gets, I love it when Gavin gets pissed at Ryan, though. Those are my favorite situations where he's just like, you fucking incompetent piece of shit. Well, what, what, what always happens is um, they're doing the live stream calls, like people trying to call in, and mm. it never works. Like, yes, oh my like, God. Gavin's like, hello. The guy's like, can you hear me? Or it'll just be someone like talking in the background mm. and they put their phone down and Gavin's screaming. And then he's like, he can't hear us, Ryan. He's like, Ryan's going to reset the system or something. <laughs> I do like that one of my favorite episodes, though, one of the fake ones that they did where it was just like Ryan holds Gavin hostage or whatever. <laughs> like, he's got like, dude, that is like the best. That's like comedy genius. <laughs> like, I was laughing my that whole episode, I was laughing my ass off because it's just like Ryan. He's just like, he's like, kissing ryan's ass the whole time and he's just cringing every time he has to do it dude just his reactions were fucking gold though fucking gold man and then what the other moments in gavin's show by the way gavin is the reason that you and i uh, met on the internets everybody thinks we met on grinder we didn't everybody just to let you know but we uh but yeah i was like really depressed because i thought ryan i thought gavin legit got stopped by the fed or whatever and I was like, just all like, what the fuck is going on here? It turns out, of course, it was a it was a practical joke, which I kind of respect it. I was, I'm just glad he wasn't actually in Fed custody. I was like, all right, I respect an artist in his work. I get it. I get it more than anything. So, oh man, yeah, no, I can. Well, I know he's. On one hand, it's like. Um, on one hand, I it's like he um, like he's always in close contact with his lawyers to what he can and can't say or can and oh, can't yeah. do. But at the same time, he does live in New York. And you can just have some activist judge go after him for nothing. So I thought he could have got arrested. Like, he'd probably get out, but maybe he's going to be in there for a week. I don't know. So. He needs to get out of New York, man. I think it's dangerous to be Gavin in New York. I just, you know, even though he's got a good team of lawyers, I'll give him props on that. Um, it's just dangerous, man, because you've got, you got enough, like, left-wing biased loony judges in New York yeah. who can totally um, screw you over in a heartbeat so it's just like i don't know guys like gavin man they need to be protected at all costs he, he, i think he's a good dude i think he's one of the he, he you know he's uh, he, i think he's very he's probably the most misportrayed figure in the public because he's probably the i mean he's not i'm not gonna say he's the nicest dude in the world by any means but he is a dude with an opinion a lot of opinions that may not be popular, but who the fuck cares? I think they're funny as shit. And um, yeah, he's he's also a comedian, and he and people just don't get it. Um, I don't know. Gavin's the man. How's this for a segue? We were talking about Ryan Katsu Rivera. It's like I was in Vancouver two days ago or yesterday, and I got a uh, a, a Gayu Katsu sandwich, which is a Jap <laughs> Japanese steak sandwich from a food truck in front of Nordstrom's and I was at North <laughs> Nordstrom's because they just announced like hours before I was there that Nordstrom's in, is closing all their Canadian stores. Really? Um, yeah. They're all shutting down. And I think even the Vancouver one wasn't wow. doing so bad, but the other ones were doing bad. So yeah. all of Nordstrom's stores are shutting down in all of Canada. And I went in there, I showed up because I wanted to see if everything was on sale and it turns out it wasn't like sweatshirts were still like three thousand dollars. So I oh, didn't geez. buy. I didn't buy anything. 
but um anyway that's that's why i got the katsu sandwich from the food truck but um but we are bringing back zellers you know zellers oh, i've never heard of zellers no yeah it was, it was sort of the canadian walmart before walmart got here it's like a discount yeah, department yeah. store but anyway they left like uh I don't know, 10, 15 years ago, they all shut down. All the Walmarts or the, all, all the Zellers? All, all the Zellers. But now Zellers is coming back. So wait, is Walmart up... is Walmart in Canada still? Yeah, Anywhere? Walmart's Walmart's still here. There's still a lot of Walmarts, but we're bringing can but we're bringing back Zellers and Nordstrom is leaving. So that basically tells you what's going on with the economy here. Yeah. Zellers is coming back, Nordstrom's is leaving. So, so I've never uh oh, sorry about that. It's been a long day today, but um I just gotta stop yawning so much. I got a problem. <laughs> but um, so so the thing is for like with um with Nordstroms, um, I've never been to a Nordstroms in my life, as far as I know. Like <laughs> it's a trip, man. You ever grab just a plain sweatshirt and flip the tag and see like forty seven hundred dollars? That is like a trip. You can't get drugs that'll do you that what that looking at that does to you. <laughs> so you legit saw like a thousand dollar sweatshirt there? No, like five thousand dollar sweatshirt. Five thousand what? Yeah, they had Balenciaga shoes that they didn't even have the price on them. You have to ask someone. So is this like so is Nordstrom like a really really fancy clothing place or something? What is it? I've never yeah, really know what it's it designer, is. It's designer brand, so everything's thousand dollars. There is a they have an oh, offshoot. Okay. They have an offshoot called Nordstrom Rack, which is stuff that's way cheaper. Yeah. But um I think we have those around here too, but those are all closing too. The whole thing's closing. So. Man, that's a level of consumerism <laughs> I will never understand. Like fat, like I am I am so happy I'm unfashionable. Yeah. Like is fashion just seems really expensive. Like I think yeah. probably the most expensive thing I own is a Superman plush that is right behind me on my uh <laughs> What is that? Towel? It, no, it's just, it's a Superman blanket that I just put oh, on the back of my chair. Actually, it's kind of nice. So, like when I sit on the chair, I actually feel very cushiony. It's uh, very very plushy. So I was like, you know, I want my chair to be super comfy if I'm going to sit in it for a little bit. So, hey, I'm speaking of clothes. Guess what pop star shirt I have under my pumpkin shirt right now? And sync. No, uh, think oh, uh, just late later than in sync. Later than in sync. Okay, but before um, Justin Bieber. Before Justin, okay. Before Justin and after NSYNC, let's see. Uh, hold on, pop band. You said pop. Is it pop? Uh, is it singer, soul? pop singer. Oh, singer. Uh, Justin Timberlake. No, uh, oh. but that same era though. Um. I, oh, Nick Lachey, Daddy Nick. No, not no, Nick no Nick Lachey. <laughs> All right, damn it. Um, uh, what's a hint? What kind of hint could I give you? Uh, controversial. Mm. They went away for a while, came back, gained a bunch of weight. Okay, but they're but they're well, somehow healthier. <laughs> somehow healthier went away. Somehow healthier. I think they got off all the drugs they were doing. Again. <laughs> Hold on, let that's a good one. Let me see. Initially um, hated by everyone, and then later loved. Uh, huh, hated by everybody, and then later loved. Um, and this is just a single person. Yeah, pop stars kind of the songs are is it funny. Robbie Williams. No, uh, later than Robbie Williams, but um, okay. But Let's songs see. are kind of like that, kind of funny. Um, um, pop star, this is crazy. Um, hated then loved. Okay, what's another hint I could give? Uh, I'm drawing uh, so many blanks at the moment. Let's last see. name, last name is Seabert, but they didn't use that in their title. Seabert. They only went by their first name. Oh, got yeah. Man, their, I, I don't. Their I'm first drawing... name, their first name has a dollar sign in it. Oh, first name is a dollar sign in it. Yeah, what? it's not it's not ASAP Rocky, but it has a dollar sign. <laughs> Dude, let's see. Hold on. Um, all I could think of is like 
Kesha or something like that, but you got it, Kesha. It is Kesha. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought it was like Kesha was like the. I, I thought the dollar sign was at the beginning, but I was like, oh, when you said when you said dollar sign at, at, with the at the beginning, I think you said at the beginning, but okay, yeah. The only person I could think of was Kesha. Straight up, I was like, uh, Kesha. Was that all? It's no, all I, ha- I hated Kesha, and then um, I don't know. I saw a video or something. I thought this is kind of funny. And then I looked at one of her con- – I'm like, what's she like live? And I watched her um, Rock in Rio concert from, like I don't know, 2012 or something. She's pretty talented, man. Like, and it she's... was freaking hysterical. She's got, like, a guitar shaped like a machine gun. And her song Cannibal, she pulls a human heart out of a skeleton and starts drinking the blood out of the heart, like, squirting it. And oh, she's then, intense, man. She's and then that, seg- that segues into her, like, next ballad song uh, called Animal or something like that. And then – Oh, yeah. And then she, um, but she's got the blood like all over while she's singing it. It's so crazy. She's got dinosaurs running around. Everyone's in like an outfit. I'm like, this oh, is wild. this is like a tremendous show. I became a fan after that. So. No, I love Kesha, man. Like I, I don't listen to her music that often, but I should again because I used to when I was I used to DJ at a club for about a year, and um, I, funny story. I actually was backup hosting for karaoke when it happened, and uh. The, the owner of the nightclub basically said, oh, hey, um, basically he was getting pissed at their DJ, the DJ he had full time. And he's like, can you part time DJ? And it turned out it was kind of like a segue to me to become a full time DJ. I told him it's like I wouldn't be able to do it for that long. So you'd have to probably use me for about a year and then try to find somebody else full time. But right. I'll do it for a while because I guess him and the DJ were not clicking very well. And the, he was the DJ wasn't was being kind of a piece of shit a lot of the time so he was just tired of it and it turned out really well it was a good year but um i played a lot of kesha songs um a lot of r kelly i know r kelly got busted for some illegal shit but uh again r kelly yeah, i didn't know much about him i saw one video of his when i was kind of young he had like a hit and then i never heard from him like again for like 10 15 years and then he yep. was in the news you know for all kinds of crimes but yeah like, he was oh, doing man. some sketchy ass shit man sketchy ass shit it was pretty rough <laughs> and then there's like the i don't know he was brainwashing some young teenagers and shit and like making them all part of this like creepy sex cult and he was like dude it was pretty rough like they were like 16 17 8 like 18 years old being like brainwashed by him and it's just like ugh, it's terrible man but uh, yeah, I mean, I like his songs. But yeah, when I found out the kind of person, the terrible monster he was, I was like, oh boy. What I guess he, he's, he's fifty-six. How many years in jail did he get? Oh, I think he got he quite a few. He's going to be out like in eighty when he's eighty or something. But yeah, he's got a long list of stuff. He holy crap. Yeah, he did a lot of illegal shit, man. There was a lot of was, stuff. I think he was in and out of jail a lot. Does it say his sentencing? Uh, two thousand twelve, he was transferred. Yeah, I don't even know. Yeah, man, for a long time. All I know is, man, he uh, definitely messed up a bit. So Hard that's all I got to say. <laughs> yeah, man, I don't know what's going on with him, but man, from Chicago, I don't know. Chicago, yeah. Speaking of Chicago, Tim Dillon's in mourning that Lori Lightfoot lost the mayor race. Oh my god, did he do an episode recently? Yeah, it's like let's pull run out for mayor. Like, oh my god, I gotta watch this. Out. I'm gonna watch this later. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> no, I love Tim Dillon, man. He's so fucking funny, dude. It, <laughs> he kills me every time. I love like just how sarcastic he is about everything, and just like just how intense he gets. Though he's just like, just like, oh, you know what we need? <laughs> we need immediate action. We need the president to come out and. I just love the things he just like goes, he knows he reminds me a lot of Alex Stein in the sense that he makes fun of culture by pretending to be heavily a part of it, but he pretends to be heavily a part of the worst parts of the culture. (laughs) 
Yeah, well, have you, like... seen all, you see all the sketches he used to do? Like, do you see the one where he's like an agent for child actors? Oh my god, one? no, I don't think I've ever seen it, but damn, that's the that's funniest awesome. one, like Greta Thunberg, or not child <laughs> actors, child activists like Greta Thunberg and stuff. Oh my god. Oh see, Jesus. Child funniest shit. I think that one was hilarious. That's where I became a big fan. Yeah. Here, here, let me uh here, let me share this. We gotta play this one. Let's share uh let's share this bastard. Yeah, meet the meet the man behind Greta Thunberg. He's like an agent. Because <laughs> he was a child actor. Like, you know his story, how he was on Sesame Street and everything? Oh, he was a child actor, really? Yeah, his parents tried to get him in acting as a kid. Oh, and okay. um, so he he if you look it up, you'll see him in a couple episodes of Sesame Street from back in the day. But um, but it never That's worked out. Know. Like he'd go to a lot of auditions and stuff, but he was a failed child actor at like oh, 11. God, yeah. But so he quit for like years, and then later after uh, like the mortgage crisis, and he got out of selling mortgages. And he wasn't sure what he was going to do. He got into comedy, and then he came back into it. But uh, yeah, this is hilarious. Meet the man behind Greta Thunberg. Oh my god! Child activists. I do hang around tragedies looking for kids who have it. <laughs> Greta, baby, you killed it at the fucking UN. You're an owl. Why are you crying, honey? Oh, okay. No, are the cameras on you? Keep crying. Throw yourself on the floor. <laughs> Throw yourself on the floor right now. Malala left me for a competitor, and you haven't heard her fucking name in two years. And you never will again. David Hogg won't take a fucking meeting. I've sent 30 pairs of sneakers to his dorm. Jesus Christ. Tell Malala she's got to come out as non-binary if she wants heat now. That's the way it is. Nobody gives a shit about landmines anymore. So it's all climate. Good. Climate is sexy. Climate and guns. Clean water? That hasn't been hot since the fucking late 90s. Do people even fucking drink water? Wake the fuck up. I got the Covington kids and Nathan Phillips on a reconciliation tour opening for Lizzo. Who is it, Emma Gonzalez? Don't put her through. She's fucked me for the last time. I had her booked at Davos. She got sick. You get sick at Davos? We got a new version of the Paul brothers from Syria. They're fucking hilarious. They do pranks. One of them's missing an arm, and they, they have fun with that. It's great. We got a kid with a cleft lip. But he's cute. I want Hog at Madison Square Garden. People are turning in their guns and crying to him. They're handing their guns over to him and they're crying. Yeah, this is just Jason. I got a call for David. Yeah, just let him know that I called. We actually sent some stuff in the mail over if you can take a look at it. It's a few sneakers and okay, sure. Yeah. We got a kid right now. He has no limbs. He is fucking hilarious, and he does a whole bit about the refugee crisis. You have no idea how hard this kid is going to hit when he hits. Do you understand? No limbs. We walk him out, we put him in a seat, and he just fucking goes, man. He just goes. These kids will own you one day. I will make sure of it. They will fucking own you. I got a three-year-old from Iceland in Gunnar. He loves economics. He's talking about debt peonage. I got him at the World Bank in three weeks. Fuck you. <laughs> That's very funny. Dude, he, uh, he never ceases to amaze me, man. Like, his bits are that of just fucking gold, dude. Like, I could just. Well, he came out and said, oh. um, do you remember in wrestling, do you remember Bobby the Brain Heenan? Bobby the Brain. You said Bobby the Brain. Uh, yeah, he was a manager and an announcer. 
Bobby the Brain Heenan. He's like the most famous wrestling so. manager. Anyway, he came out and yeah. said like he made some joke about how he's the son of Bobby the Brain Heenan. But they basically <laughs> have like the same act. Like that's what Bobby the Brain Heenan would have done. So. I love so it, funny. man. I love it. I'm probably gonna have to go here in just a little bit. I gotta cook yeah. some food and stuff, but I haven't, I haven't really ate anything till since lunch. So I'm just like I am. I almost feel like I'm on a mini fast. I'm I'm a fat ass deep down. So like I don't know. I I eat too much, but. Yeah, well, I was oh. um I went to because co-worker we went to some expensive restaurant for lunch like yesterday and it's like you ever have bone marrow? That's what everyone's eating up here now is bone marrow. They're they eating straight it, straight up bone marrow from like an, an actual animal's bone or something? Yeah, like beef. They bring out a bone, it's cut in half. Yeah, and you scoop out the marrow underneath it. It's got like capers and some jam and stuff, but it's basically just tastes like beefy, it's kind of gelatinous, but that's what's yeah. huge in Vancouver now is every big restaurant is serving bone marrow are there any health benefits to it or is it just some weird thing yeah, it's, beefy. I, it's like probably some protein and vitamins it's like beef basically but it's yeah. inside the bone and it's kind of gelatinous in a weird way but Might, that's, what every, that's what everyone's doing up here it's bone marrow i mean maybe it'll help you like um <laughs> i don't know maybe there's some like minerals and shit that are in there i don't know there's got to be something in there yeah, like, yeah. Why do you get that at PetSmart for your dog? But now it's yeah. in restaurants. <laughs> I mean, there might be some advantages I'm not aware of. Like, I'll have to look up like the benefits of eating bone marrow. Bone marrow. Out of, of... <laughs> there are probably no. I mean, like, it, I, I there's some ludicrous things out there, but I wouldn't be surprised if it did have some benefits. But then again, people also jump on trends for no good fucking reason just because somebody else does it. Like, they'll just be like, oh, that person did it, so I'm going to do it. Especially restaurants, like one big, and then, like, I remember when I was a kid when sun-dried tomatoes got big, and then it was, like, in everything for, like, two years, and and, it, and most of it should not have had sun-dried tomatoes in it. It was awful. No, but it's, like, yeah, any yeah. trend that Kalamata olives was big for a while. Pumpkin spice. Pumpkin yeah, spice pumpkin and everything. Yeah, pumpkin spice is kind of, now they've slightly changed it. They call it winter spice up here. I think they, people were sick of <laughs> pumpkin spice. But, um, but, yeah, you're right. It's just a trend. But now the trend's bone marrow, so. And no. then once like, it's like 50 bucks a bone and it's only like a tiny little like jelly you scoop out of it. It's like I need dude that. that actually hold on I'm going to write this down before I forget it cuz I actually want to do an episode on the benefits of eating bone marrow. Like I legitimately cuz I do a lot of pre-recorded videos and I like to script out some of my episodes. So I want to do a scripted episode where I talk about I'm going to look at I'm going to do some research tonight and see the benefits of consuming consuming see now if this was an alex stein bit you would start out talking about that but then it would lead to how you actually just found like some raccoon that got hit by a car and that's what you're <laughs> scooping the boomer <laughs> that's where alex stein he always starts on one thing he always ends up somewhere else <laughs> god i love it man holy shit that's man, too funny it was, dude it was a wild ride. i might get a pizza myself actually i got a little bit more money for some overtime i work so I, after i threw a thousand at my stocks Extra Good man. Yeah, I buy um so I buy like at discount grocery stores. Like if they have any pizza that's on cheap discount, like I'll get like four dollar pizza or something like that it's usually pretty good i think only i think the only thing is it's usually pizza nobody wants so it ends up being like they end up having too much of it so they end up giving it because i go to grocery outlet which is basically the best in my opinion the the greatest grocery uh discount grocery store of all time in in my opinion but yeah, grocery outlets, the tits, man. I love it. I don't think they're in Canada. I think they're just kind of a U.S. only. But who knows? I bet you. Actually, I bet you they have some grocery outlets in Canada. I bet you if I was, they've grown a little bit. Outlet Canada. Grocery. Yeah, I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna do. There is. A, there's a grocery outlet.ca. All right. Let's see. Store locator. They're oh probably, yeah. Looks like they're all in Eastern Canada, though. 
Oh, they're all like in the Toronto. Yeah, I just looked and I see Toronto. It's kind of one really close to Toronto. Yeah. Um, that's yeah, funny all... as shit. Yeah. <laughs> Quality foods for a lot less, and they got a penguin as their mascot. <laughs> yeah, it looks like they don't they don't give a shit about West Coast Canada. It looks like the western can- western side of Canada, but that's all right. Yeah, what that... do you got? You got it. Who's Neeson Gill and Patricia White? Oh, those are two owners. Oh yeah, I, I know the company's a publicly traded company now, which is which is even wild. They were publicly traded oh, really? about a year ago. Yeah, Grocery so outlet NYSE. Which, I need to add them to my um. I need to add them to my portfolio. I think they're still publicly traded unless twenty seven sixty one a share. Let's really? See, uh, let's see, they've uh, maintained steady. They started off their stock at twenty eight bucks in uh, twenty nineteen. So they've kind of gone up and down, but they're basically where they were. Yeah, that's not bad though. I mean, if they're within a good value, I haven't even looked at their stock in a long time. So I haven't, I didn't, I thought about purchasing them at one point, but I just wasn't too sure. And I'm thinking I might just add a share because I think that there could be a good long term one. Oh, they're on the NASDAQ. Okay. NASDAQ. Okay, that's cool. Okay, they're on the NASDAQ. Nice. Um, so let's see, they're 21 grocery outlet stock. Oh, I'm kind of curious. How do I find actually. what pizza they have? How do I search? Was it let me search? um <laughs> oh they they don't really have their website's not very helpful to find like all the items they have because their items to spend the, their item quantity and selection depend are are, are varied store to store basically so it's like locally owned i guess right yeah it's it's strange how it works but yeah you're you're not going to find the same stuff all the time from one grocery outlet to the other for example i went um i went on a little mini road trip to to newport and on my way out you know i went to the florence uh the florence grocery outlet and they had like it's pretty different selection like they're a little bigger than the grocery outlet were in my town but yeah it's a, it's a good store though like i love grocery outlet. in fact with that with the amount of money that i save from shopping there i think i might throw a few few bucks down on just a couple shares of them just because they've been so good to me over the years well you got one in um a place called tri-city I don't really go to try. I haven't been to Tri City in a while, actually. Now that I think about it, but if it's there's one in Gla- there's one in Glenada, way up in Glenada. Mm. There's one in uh, there's one in Roseburg, Roseburg North. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, it doesn't shock me if there's any in the. Yeah, they're they're in bigger places too, like smaller places, bigger places. Oh yeah, Do wait we- a minute. You got one right in uh, yeah, right near you, near uh. Your vape junkies and Honda World. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. It's right near also Three Rivers Casino. It's also fairly close to a new Taco Bell, also established. Yeah, so it's in a good little location. Um, I like it, man. Whenever I'm about ready to go out to the beach, because it's it's on the way out to the beach. Um, like I go to Bassendorf Beach a lot of the time, and um, I'll go out there to Grocery Outlet. And I'll get like you know beef jerky cheap beef jerky and just some energy drinks or something like that and just chill out on the beach sometimes not during the winter time though fuck that but once it gets springtime and once it gets summertime i'm out of the beach way more than any man should be but what kind um, of what kind of pizza do you get at grocery outlet oh just just, just some frozen stuff like um what? for example yeah uh, dr edgar or whatever yeah dr. like um i don't know sometimes i'll get like a red baron pizza red or like baron. um What's the other one? If they have Freshetta or whatever the hell that one's called, it's like Freshetta. Oh, yeah. And um, that's a pretty good brand. And then if they have DiGiorno for a cheap price, I'll get some DiGiorno, but they rare, they don't always have DiGiorno there. So uh, I usually, it's just some weird off brand pizzas that I've never heard of. 
Um, then it's gonna... usually good though. Like it's pretty good most of the time. If I don't like it, I usually never buy it again. But you, I've had a, I have nothing but good experiences of the pizza that they got there. So it's just it's you all know, Red, shit. Red Baron was the German World War One pilot, and uh, I wonder if those pizzas are made in Germany because in Canada we get Doctor Edgar, which are mm-hmm. frozen pizzas made in Germany for some reason. I wonder if the same company they just have different labels in the U.S. because Canada is <laughs> more British. We might not want the Red Baron on ours but <laughs> yeah. it might be the exact same pizza like it kind of looks the same so i don't know no you got a good point there man you got a damn good point but i don't know why germans are making frozen pizzas and sending them here but i don't know it seems like a weird <laughs> weird thing for them to make but yeah. yeah cool man well that was a wild ride we covered a lot of ground i got my turkish uh virtual reality cow information in which is all i wanted to do <laughs> well thank dude as always thanks for getting on and dude that was it was cool when you texted me earlier i will say um when you when you sent me the text it was just like oh you can't see what about making markle and friends area and that inspired me because you made me think i was like oh i could just pretend to be the landlord you know i funny because we barely talked about it at all in this live stream which i love doing that because we talked about it a little bit at the beginning then we just like went off the rails as we all i, I prefer the show to be off the rails because that's kind of how it should be and, well, it's uh, funny, I mean, you know. Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say I also put um anytime we do our videos, I've been downloading them to my computer yeah. from YouTube after they're done with the live stream, and then I upload them to the podcast. So we're also on like eight different podcast networks too in video form. Nice. So I just love having you on, man. You're you're a you're a one of a kind, you're a gem, you're a treasure. And uh now, I was gonna I'm say to... when I was gonna say when Curtis Yarvin was on Tim Dillon, they talked for like three hours. And uh, but they, he called the the title of the episode the acid story, and <laughs> the whole time Yarvin's talking about we'll get to the acid story, and they and it turns out after like an hour or so the acid story was just one time he took acid and went to the like a John Travolta movie, and that but that's like fifteen seconds of the podcast, but that's like awesome. so in, in Tim Dillon's comments, like his Tim Dillon fans are all just like. That was the whole acid story. What a waste of time. Everyone's angry <laughs> at the episode. Everyone's giving it like thumbs down votes. That's was, so great, dude. That's like what we did right here. We only talked about Megan Markle. For a couple dude, of I am hoping. <laughs> I love the thumbs. Dude, I so a funny thing is I look at the analytics for some of the ridiculous episodes that I do where I just like go ham or just I'm like misleading people. And uh, I love the amount of thumbs down I get. Like all because you can't see the thumbs down. On, on normal viewing you have to go to studio.youtube.com but when you're yeah. looking at your studio for the uh likes and dislike ratios there are some that i have so many dislikes i'm like holy shit <laughs> like people really hated this one like it just if i have like a really like for instance if i negatively talk about bitcoin those typically get a lot of thumbs down by all the bitcoin bros which right. I, I don't know it's funny shit but anyway man anyway i sent you an email on march 2nd did you get that I sent, oh. it to your, I sent it to your email address. You texted me. You said it's the one you chose. Oh, the for. Gmail one. Yeah. I've been checking it. I'm trying to check it more lately. I've I've just been neglecting every text is like the easiest one for me because I always get notifications for text. That's why I always tell you if you really need to get a hold of me, just send me a te- quick text. But no, it was but, just a funny poll on YouTube. That's all it was. But the question was hilarious. So I sent you the poll. <laughs> Wait, let's see. There's no oh, link sent, to it. Oh, you sent it to the Gmail one. Okay, cool. Let me see if I got it. Yeah, it made me laugh. I just like I said. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Let's see. Oh, hold on. Yeah, I'm gonna go to the poll real fast. This guy named Luce who posts stuff is like really weird, but he's like doesn't speak English too well, and it was yeah. The question was hilarious. See, Crypto.com mistakenly sent a customer 10.5 million dollars instead of a 100 refund by typing. 
the account number as the refund amount. Oh my God. It took crypto.com seven months to notice this mistake. They're now suing the customer. Are crypto people stupid? And I'm going to put yes. Yes. And I love no. how 96% of the votes were yes. That's incredible. Did they? I haven't voted yet. Let me vote right now. Oh, yeah. I just selected yes, and it says 96% said yes. But I like um, how it doesn't even specify who's the crypto people, him or the customer or both, like crypto.com or the – it's just, just in general crypto. Dude, the, how bad is your bookkeeping if you are – no, seriously. How bad is your bookkeeping if there's a single transaction of $10.5 million? There's got to be some – they got to have at least some people who monitor transactions and be like, hey, that's a lot of money in one transaction. Maybe we should look at this real quick, make sure there's no errors. It's just like, dude how neglectful like this is why i don't trust crypto first off it's fraud because we all know that the fact they don't have bookkeepers they know they there's nothing to bookkeep because it's all bullshit but i don't know yeah I like just... there's a ba- once in a while there's a bank error like this but they usually catch it like the next day like it's not mm-hmm. gonna be like seven months later yeah and then you can easily correct it afterwards you can be like yeah. look we sent you this money by mistake um we're going to reverse this you yeah. know if you get you know here we'll give you two hundred dollars as a courtesy because we fucked up and there we'll have it but like dude it's just like that sort of error i mean you shouldn't sue the i don't know how you actually do that i mean how do you even find the person to sue they're probably using an alias or some email address you can't even find them and even if you did it's just like that's a long time not to notice that (laughs) seriously it was that did i read that right though eight months for them not seven months yeah seven months how how do you not notice like that blows my fucking mind it blows my bloody yeah this guy loose i don't even subscribe to him but he keeps popping up on my youtube with like the most hilarious poll questions i think i might i like that i respect that poll question i'll subscribe to him just because that's beautiful i need to start putting up more polls on my channel because i have the ability to post social social stuff like polls and posts and stuff almost like it's on facebook so I'm going to actually like listen to this guy's other questions. Is Andrew Tate canceled? We haven't heard very much from him since he's been in jail. Yes or no. (laughs) (laughs) I like his thumbnails, though. I'm looking at the thumbnails for his videos and it's just plain yellow text that says like lawsuit unfair canceled. Dude, I need to take a page. Look at this one. I I voted on this one. He said worse for society. Crypto bros or gender studies professors. (laughs) (laughs) Dude. What a stud. Yeah, I'm looking at his polls right now. Most dangerous to America's have Americans' happiness. Uh, definitely Joe Biden for sure. I'm going to put Joe Biden. Uh, listen, to this one, listen, to this, listen to this question. Is it in the interest of the American people that everyone get a free gender study major paid by taxpayers? Yes or no? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I love this guy, dude. I need to start doing what he's doing because think about this. This is actually a good way to get more of an audience. Because look how many polls. He yeah, doesn't, he doesn't, dude. He does nothing but polls. This is Oh, you're right. These are all from the same day. He's got like... Look at these. Look how many polls he does. This is dude. This <laughs> dude, I think he just dude, I'm subscribed to forever subscriber to this guy only for He loves polls. gender study professor. Listen to this one. Better career choice. Joe Biden's personal assistant or a gender studies professor oh, at a community shit. college. <laughs> oh my god. What would you rather be a gender studies major or a war criminal? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> fuck man that's, uh, that's his brand gender studies professor polls you got to come I mean, up with a poll brand that you have in every question i don't know if i'm a war criminal at least i fought for something maybe worthwhile 
but you know, it depends on the work. Depends on a little context. Like if I'm a war criminal because I, you know, I fought for America or something like that. To you know, what for whatever reason? Yeah, I'll take war criminal over that. But um, fuck, there you dude, go. that should be your new thing. Blast YouTube with polls. Yeah, it's not a bad idea because look how many polls this guy, dude. If you look at like if you go to community, like if you go to his like YouTube page and you click on the community tab, it shows you every single poll he's posts and like he's done not like okay like he did two polls <laughs> four five six seven but seven polls in a day pretty much like that's impressive and i'm pretty sure it brings in a lot of interesting stuff like i just need to start coming up with some good polls also if i come up with really good pool like really good questions to ask this could spark an idea for another video so if i do a whole bunch yeah. of polls it's also helping me write my next show in a, in a weird way it's helping me come up with the next idea holy shit i love this guy like thank you for showing me this dude there by the go. way dude you actually uh thank you this actually might you might have just saved my show and turned it into the greatest show of all time just because i'll <laughs> i i love making polls too and i forgot that um i forgot that you have the ability to actually make polls on youtube if you if you have the community features yeah. enabled that's insane yeah this guy oh. seems to be a lawyer as far as i can tell but he talks a lot about football so i don't know <laughs> i like him man he's he looks like a fun dude and hell yeah well anyway man i am i'm gonna go make some make there some frozen go. pizza just but why well, we say make just put it in the oven and and then i'm gonna probably drink a beer I might drink a beer. <laughs> By the way, let me yeah. see here. I see you doing a couple right hooks, though. Let's see here. Let's see if I got. Oh yeah, the big UFC pay per views tomorrow. The return of John Jones. We need to have like a virtual fight one of these times where like we put on Oculuses or something. <laughs> we like play each other. I don't know if there's. I don't, is there any fighting boxing games that we could play? Like, if, I don't even have yeah. an Oculus, but no, they got um, those. No, what's funny is I had an arcade here one time, and they had a. It was from Japan. It was like a boxing arcade game, but it was like you put on these like. Um, I think you put you put some part of these hard plastic kind of paddles that are like gloves, and these other hard paddles swing out at you. There's a video screen in front, like you're fighting a robot, but these panels swing out, and you punch the panels, and it shows up on the screen. Anyway, I, I started going like super fast, and I, I brought my face my hand back, and I hit myself in the mouth, and I split my lip open. Oh, so I, I'm boxing right, but then I'm actually bleeding, and there's oh. like fa there's like some family walking by, and the kids are like looking at me. <laughs> Because they, I think they thought I got punched by the robot, like in the game or something like that. <laughs> they didn't see me get hit, so I'm actually like bleeding, boxing. Like, what the, love, what the oh hell's going God. on here? It's so funny. <laughs> That's crazy, man. I love it though. I cool, love man. It. All right, we'll have a good pizza and. Uh, All right, yeah, love you, brother. We'll check it out. All right, have a good. See you, Michael Garza show. All right, Bye, later, everybody. Mr. Tim Smith. <laughs> Woo! I mate. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there we go. As my boy Tim Smith, the greatest of all time. I loved him. But yeah, in conclusion, um, I'm gonna make myself a pizza real quick. But yeah, just want to say Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. I'm gonna end the show with saying I'm sorry. Um, you probably hate me uh for kicking you out of the uh Frogmore cottage. I'm sorry about that. Didn't mean to. Royal family, um sorry. <coughs> but um Anyway, that was Tim Smith, the GOAT, the greatest of all time, by the way. I love him. He's the man. He's my buddy from Canada. And, uh, yeah, and, dude, he honestly just uh, showed me one of the coolest parts about the YouTube community tab where you can um, create polls, create actual polls. Holy shit. And um, that might be the coolest thing I've seen all day. And um, 
trying to think if there's anything else I want to say, but I think I've covered it. But yeah, Tim covered a lot of things too. And thank you, Tim. You saved this show more than you realize, which is why I still think Tim needs to have his own YouTube channel. He deserves it. And I would be a frequent guest if you wanted me on. I'd be more than happy to be a guest on his show. It'd be incredible. Anyway. All right. Love you guys. Um, stay safe. Stay sexy. Obviously rub your nipples, blah, 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 whatever you guys do. Anyway, later everybody. Woo.